The cost of a thing is the amount of what I will call life which is required to be exchanged for it, immediately or in the long run. Henry David Thoreau. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Before we get into our question of the day, I want to remind you guys that we are on Patreon. If you guys want to support us, help us out, let us keep creating these episodes, go there for as little as $10 a month, which is basically a dollar an episode. You can help keep this podcast going. Speaking of money, what is our question for today? How do you set the price for a book? It is a legitimate question that a lot of especially first-time self-published authors will ask. I obviously don't want to set it so low that nobody thinks it's worth anything, but I don't want to set it for a million dollars and leave it out of reach. The price of a book varies by a lot of different factors. The kind of book that it is, whether it's physical or ebook, hardback or paperback, audiobook, All these have different ways of pricing your book, but it also depends on the trust that the reader has in the author and the value that the reader puts in that book, not the author. It doesn't matter how much you want to sell your book for. If the customer sees that as too much, they won't buy it. Under that category, I did want to mention that how your audience uses the book also comes into play. So if it's a coloring book, one person might buy the book more than once. If it's a comic book, it's meant to be read and then tossed over your shoulder so you can consume the next one as fast as possible. I don't like your version of comic books. Comic books are made to be read and then carefully stored in case they become valuable later on. Nerd. Another thing to consider as far as how you're using it is if it's a journal or a workbook, So some kind of devotional. And then, of course, if it's educational, that'll also influence it because it's required for school. And so therefore they can charge an arm and a leg for it. So let's get into the pricing of how do you set a price for your book? Let's start with probably the most expensive type of bookbinding book that you can sell in the fiction and for consumer nonfiction. We're talking about hardbacks. These tend to be two to three times the price of your paperback. The last one I purchased was around 30 bucks. Mine was about $35. The thing with a hardback is if you go the traditional publishing route, if you are getting a book published in hardback, it means that you have established yourself as an author, as a trusted author with a following of people willing to buy your book because hardbacks are expensive to produce. Traditional publishers will only invest in a hardback if they know that they're going to get the return on it. Readers tend to purchase hardbacks for one of two reasons. If you're like me, you purchase it because you want to get it right away. You don't want to wait those extra couple of months for it to be cheaper. Readers will also get it because hardbacks are just better. I like hardbacks because they're a little more durable. They, I think, look a lot better than paperbacks do, especially after they've been read. They tend to hold up longer, but they're heavier and a little more unwieldy. Hardbacks are going to be more expensive. Like we said, I paid about $35. She paid about $30. 
I've never seen a hardback for less than about 20. And of course, I've also paid like $100 for a hardback cover once. Of a 10-year-old book, by the way. It was the 10-year anniversary leather bound of Way of Kings. And that truly is a display piece. Paperbacks tend to be about a third the price of hardbacks. Depending on your genre, especially like my genre of action, mystery, thrillers, and romance novels, those are going to be the ones you pick up at the airport. Those are 10 bucks out the door. I've seen paperbacks range from about 4 to $5 up to about 15 If you are self-publishing and therefore setting these prices yourself, you do have to take into account for either of these two printing costs. We each charge about $10 for our books to purchase either online or in person because it's an easy number for bills, mostly. Paperback is by far the most common printed format because it's cheaper, it's easier, and it's worth the investment for publishers. This also depends on the size of the paperback. Pocket-sized paperbacks I've seen go for as little as about $4. And those are usually in books that have been out for at least 10 years. And then you can get your traditional size for self-publishing, which is the 5 by 8 size. Most of those go between 7 to $10. You'll also see your workbooks. Anything that your readers are going to be writing in are going to be in slightly larger format sizes. So let's move on to what is becoming a very, very popular reading format. That is the ebook. These are by far your cheapest options. These you'll often even find for free. A lot of authors will release one of their ebooks for free in hopes of making it a lost lead where somebody will read it, they'll fall in love with you as an author, and then purchase your other books. That doesn't always serve you well because of the perceived value versus actual value conversation. But the last time I purchased an ebook, it was about $2.99. Mine was about $2. I think it was on sale at the time, and it was the first in a series. When I'm setting my prices for this, I set them at $0.99 because I am happy to take that loss and just let as many people read my books as possible. So pricing for me tends to be a little under market just because it's easier to put it out into the world. People are willing to take a risk for pocket change far more than they are for the cost of a cup of coffee. Ebooks are also a really good way to do giveaways and help promote your brand because there's no real loss for you. You may have spent a little bit on the formatting costs or the editing or something like that, but it doesn't actually cost you to print the ebook. It just exists. Whether you sell a one or a hundred, the price to you is going to be exactly the same. So for the pricing of ebooks, it usually ranges from about a dollar to I think at most I've seen is about $15. And those upper ranges are only for well-established authors with large books. Another option we want to mention because this is a wildly growing market with a lot of people wanting to read your books this way, and this is via audiobook. 
If you are listening to our podcast and therefore hearing what I have to say, then you are already part of that market group. Because podcasts are free, but audiobooks are really expensive to make, this is going to change your price dramatically depending on the person putting your audiobook together. Audiobooks tend to be almost as expensive as hardbacks in some cases because there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of people that have to contribute to the process of making an audiobook good. Because you have the narrator that needs to get paid, you have the editors and audio editors and producers that need to get paid, and of course the author. One of the most popular places to get and publish your audiobook is Audible. And on the reader-listener end, if you have a subscription, then you can get one free book a month. Kind of free. You pay $15, that $15 gets you a credit, and that you can use to buy books. So what I do, because I'm cheap, if it's less than $15, I will buy it on my own. If it's more than $15, I'll buy it with a credit. Now, most of your bestsellers are going to be in the $18 to $20 range. Again, depending on the length of the book. So again, this is an expensive way to start, but you need to base your price on the resources you put into it. If you narrate it, which I don't recommend, but you can do, but if you narrate it, you can set the price lower, which will likely mean you get more people to listen to it because they don't feel like they're putting a major investment into something that's going to turn out maybe not as good as they hoped. I did want to mention really quickly that if you are advertising for your books, you're going to advertise differently depending on the types of these books that you are selling. That should be wrapped into the prices that you're setting for the book. By far, one of the most popular places to publish your book is through Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing. Real quick note here, because I do see this question a lot on online forums, KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing, is not the same as KDP Select. KDP Select is an optional service you can subscribe to per individual book. So if you haven't had enough math yet, we've done a couple of other episodes on how to approach different types of publishing in our second series that we released last September. And if you have more questions on the different kinds of mediums, we've done an episode on that as well. So remember to keep your readers in mind while you're setting the price. What would you be willing to pay on a book of the same quality? If you have gone the whole process doing what we always tell you, continue to do that even in the publishing, even in the pricing. Because what you should always do is write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots@aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>